one note before we begin. If you are having trouble hearing me because I have to wear a mask, if you'll give me some kind of a high sign, I will try to speak louder or send Rachel a message on Facebook and she can let you know. Blessed be God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And blessed be his kingdom, now and forever. Almighty God, to you all hearts are open, all desires known, and from you no secrets are hid. Cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Glory to God in the highest, and peace to his people on earth. Lord God, heavenly King. Almighty God, we worship you, we give you thanks, we praise you for your glory. Lord Jesus Christ, only Son of the Father, Lord God, Lamb of God, you take away the spirit of the Lord. Have mercy on us. You are seated at the right hand of our Father. Receive our prayer. To you alone are holy. You alone are Lord. You alone are Most High. Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God our Father. Amen. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Let us pray. Lord of all power and might, the author and giver of all good things, graft in our hearts the love of your name, increase in us true religion. Nourish us with all goodness, and bring forth in us the fruit of good works. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Please be seated for the proclamation of the word. reading from the book of Jeremiah. O Lord, you know, remember me and visit me and bring down retribution for me on my persecutors. In your forbearance, do not take me away. Know that on your account, I suffer insult. Your words were found and I ate them and your words became to me a joy and the delight of my heart. For I am called by your name, O Lord, God of hosts. I did not sit in the company of merrymakers, nor did I rejoice. Under the weight of your hand, I sat alone, for you had filled me with indignation. Why is my pain unceasing? my wound incurable, refusing to be healed. Truly, you are to me like a deceitful brook, like water that fails. Therefore, thus says the Lord, if you turn back, I will take you back, and you shall stand before me. If you utter what is precious and not what is worthless, you shall serve as my mouth. It is they who will turn to you, not you who will turn to them. And I will make you to this people a fortified wall of bronze. They will fight against you, but they shall not prevail over you. For I am with you to save you and deliver you, says the Lord. I will deliver you out of the hand of the wicked and redeem you from the grasp of the ruthless. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Thank you. 
from the letter of Paul to the Romans. Let love be genuine. Hate what is evil. Hold fast to what is good. Love one another with mutual affection. Outdo one another in showing honor. Do not lag in zeal. Be ardent in spirit. Serve the Lord. Rejoice in hope. Be patient in suffering. Persevere in prayer. Contribute to the needs of the saints. Extend hospitality to strangers. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse them. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be haughty, but associate with the lowly. Do not claim to be wiser than you are. Do not repay anyone evil for evil, but take thought for what is noble in the sight of all. If it is possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. Beloved, never avenge yourselves, but leave room for the wrath of God. For it is written, vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. No, if your enemies are hungry, feed them. If they are thirsty, give them something to drink. For by doing this, you will heap burning coals on their heads. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to Matthew. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Jesus began to show his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and undergo great suffering at the hands of the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed. And on the third day be raised. And Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him, saying, God forbid it, Lord. This must never happen to you. But he turned and said to Peter, Get behind me, Satan. You are a stumbling block to me, for you are setting your mind not on divine things, but on human things. Then Jesus told his disciples, If any want to become my followers, let them deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For those who want to save their life will lose it, and those who lose their life for my sake will find it. For what will it profit them if they gain the whole world but forfeit their life? Or what will they give in return for their life? For the Son of Man is to come with his angels in the glory of his Father, and then he will repay everyone for what has been done. Truly, I tell you, there are some standing here who will not taste death before they see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. The Gospel of the Lord.
Please be seated. Remember the game Shoots and Ladders or Snakes and Ladders? Yes, most people are raising their hands. Probably at home you're raising your hand as well. Well, of course, the best space to land on was at the bottom of the big long ladder that took you almost to the end of the game. And the worst thing was when you were almost finished with the game, to land on the chute and you would wind your way slowly back and you would be at the, almost the beginning of the game. And if you were playing with a younger brother or sister, it was even worse if you were on the chute, but you were rejoicing if you were on the ladder. Well, Peter is having a chutes and ladders day. Last week, he was at the top. Jesus said to him, Peter, you are the rock on which I will build my church. You understand who I am. You know why I'm here. And what do we have today? Peter saying to Jesus, Oh no, Lord, you can't possibly want to die. You will not want to suffer. And to which Jesus rebukes him strongly, saying, Get behind me, Satan. He starts that long, slow journey down to the beginning, just as confused, as he was when he first met Jesus. And he, last week we can imagine he was so puffed up. He was so pleased that he understood. He got it. And now today, a, a look of confusion clouds his face. Because he's doing what we all would be doing. Someone we love and care for deeply is suddenly telling us they either have a terminal illness or something terrible is going to happen to them. And we, our first response is always, oh no, no, that's, no, don't be ridiculous. You'll be okay. Don't worry about it. And that's what exactly, because we are afraid. And that is what Peter is. Peter is afraid. He doesn't want the man he has followed for the last few years to suffer and die. He can't understand what exactly is Jesus is telling the disciples. After all, Peter was one of the chosen. He went up the mountain with Jesus and James and John for the transfiguration. He was called by Jesus and dropped everything to follow him. He was the one who stood by Jesus, taking care of him and loving him. But then we also know that Peter is very fallible. When they got up on that mountain, he didn't want to come down. He wanted everyone to stay up there for things to remain the way they were. When he stood in the courtyard that fateful night and denied who Jesus was, he realized in that moment that he had let his friend down, had really turned his friend into the authorities by denying he ever knew Jesus. He goes back to that upper room and he weeps bitterly. And on the Easter Sunday, the disciples are in a boat and they're looking at a man standing on the shore waving to them, children, come and have something to eat. And Peter realizes it is the Lord and he jumps overboard and swims for all he's worth to shore. He doesn't wait for the others to catch up. And when he gets to shore and they've eaten, he, Jesus pulls Peter aside and asks him to feed his sheep. Out of terrible, terrible denial and out of terrible misunderstanding comes the beauty of love. For Jesus can see Peter for all that he is. And so many of us identify with Peter. Peter is the one who blurts things out when he should remain silent. And haven't we all found ourselves, or better yet, haven't we found our children blurting out something that we wish they would keep to themselves? Peter is the one who just, at times, doesn't understand. He, wants the, he doesn't want the children to come to him, to Jesus. He wants to keep people away when they need healing. 
Jesus is the one who gently reminds Peter time after time that, that he has a reason to be here on this earth. And that reason is to save us all, to save the world and to save even someone as like Peter, someone that we wish we weren't, but so oftentimes I know I find myself being Peter. In the book, The Spies of Schilling Lane, the main character, Mrs. Braithwaite, is trying to understand why she had, it takes place in England during the war. And she's trying to understand why the women in her village don't like her. They've told her that they are relieving her of her duty of the ladies auxiliary and she's crushed because she feels she's the best at organizing. She gets them to do what she wants. But when she gets them to do what she wants, they don't like her very much. So they decide that she should step aside. And she's crushed and she leaves. And then she goes home and she finds some letters from her daughter. And, she has, and then she starts to think that she hasn't heard from her daughter and makes inquiries and found, finds out that her daughter is not the person she thought she was. So she gets on a train to London to find her daughter, who's staying in a boarding house. When she boards the train, she has a notebook that she carries with her all the time because she uses it, uses it as a way to make notes about people. You know, the person who says, Mrs. McGillicuddy didn't bring her laundry in by four o'clock, or those children down the street were running around barefoot and it's 40 degrees. So she would have, keep a laundry list of the faults that people had. When she boards the train, she opens her notebook and she writes at the top, how then are we to live? And because she was brought up by a very strict aunt after her parents died, it was all about your place in society, how much money you had, who you married. And as the story progresses, and she ends up meeting people along the way, Mrs. Braithwaite stops and thinks about how are we to live? And she realizes by her interactions of the people she's met that we're meant to live to be kind, to be careful, to be helpful. And those are all of the things that Jesus is telling us today in this passage, that Paul tells us in the reading to the Romans. It's really living a Beatitudes life. It's caring for others. It's thinking about having mercy for someone else. It's not being so quick to judge like Mrs. Braithwaite does. It's having a turn of heart and a turn of the soul. The reading today tells us we are to take up our cross. For those who lose their life will save it. And part of that is, like Mrs. Braithwaite wrote, how are we to live? We know we only have so many days on this earth. Are we going to live them in a small little place? Are we going to open our hearts up and embrace that not only all we can be, but all that we can allow others to be? Are we going to live a life that's small or are we going to live a life that's large? Mrs. Braithwaite will learn over the course of this story that living a life for others is the life she wants to live. That living a life for herself is lonely and she becomes embittered and she's not the person she wants or thinks she is. Jesus reminds, me of, reminds us of that in this passage. Who do we want to be? Who do we want to live for? Who do we want to leave behind and what legacy do we want? One of kindness and caring, of mercy and love. That is the legacy for all of us to carry out. Amen. Amen.
Almighty God, have mercy on you, forgive you all your sins through our Lord Jesus Christ. Strengthen you in all goodness and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep you in eternal life. Amen. Please stand. My friends, the peace of the Lord be always with you. between the three churches in, to celebrate and support Jeremiah Development. So if you would like to support their ministry in the city of Rockford, you can send a check to the church, and we will forward it on to them. The service will be on Facebook. It was on at 10, 10 a.m., but you can view it at any time you like. And we have some very special guests on. Right, Delbert? <laughs> Also, just a couple of other announcements. The grief group will be meeting in two weeks, or if you would like to take advantage of that, we meet in the Janet James room from 6 to 7. You know, a couple of weeks ago, uh, Harshner and his son went on vacation and was brave enough to go on a zip line. So when we would ask Phil, how was your trip? And how was the zip line? All he could talk about was he had lost his pet from Pebble Beach. So I hate for my peeps to go without. So Phil, I have ordered you this hat. You have to come and get it. Well, I'll allow it. Thank you. There you go. Thank you. That'll be $30. <laughs> Can I write my, that off on my pledge? Put it on my check. <laughs> I was going to ask if I could write it off on my pledge. Sure. Okay. <laughs> so we are so pleased that you are here with us this morning. And if you are looking for a church home, we are so glad that you have chosen us to spend your time with. I hope that soon we will all be together in person and we can worship together. But until that time, ascribe to the Lord the honor to his name. Bring offerings and come into his courts.
my own way, despite the hearing of my family. So may taste the love and be stripped to the time. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be with you all this day and forevermore. Amen.